are here for a reason. Breaking down the brotherhood, one prayer at a time. Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio. For continuous coverage, the latest information, separate fact from opinion. Get the truth. Get the news. You're listening to Right On Radio. You are here for a reason. Yes, indeed, you are here for a reason, and you're in for a real treat today. My name is Jeff. Thank you for being here on Right On Radio. The tagline of the show is live right in the real world, where we show you the real world, both visible and invisible, and you decide how you want to live in it. And today we are going to be talking about some of the invisible world, because can you touch a thought? No, you can't. So a thought is somewhat of a spiritual entity, you might say. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking psyops, and we're going to have an expert here. And I have Lieutenant Scott Bennett with me today. Many of you are familiar with his work. Uh, I promise this will be somewhat of a different interview uh, because there's different cast of characters, and namely myself being here. Uh, but Scott, if you're not familiar, I'm going to ask him to give somewhat of his testimony uh, just off the front end to establish his credibility. But, you know, this year, 2023, is being called the year of the whistleblowers. Well, Scott Bennett was a whistleblower before it was cool. <laughs> so uh, having said that, please welcome Scott Bennett to Right On Radio. Jeff, good to be with you. God bless you and God bless your audience. God bless you as well. And, and actually, so I didn't want to start with this question, but the first thing that comes to my mind is, you know, you went through service, you went through this, and I want to get your credentials, but when did you come to the Lord? Oh, I was 21 years old in my college dorm. I remember opening up uh, uh, a card I had from my old Aunt Helen, and she had always sent me those four spiritual laws, those little booklets. And I had just broken up with my girlfriend and, you know, brokenness is where the Lord meets you. And I remember reading those four spiritual laws and praying the prayer for the Christ to come into my heart and everything changed. Everything changed after that. And it's been, you know, layer upon layer, adding, adding to me and changing. And then, of course sending me into Joseph's prison, which I never thought a Christian, no, I'm, you know, life's going to be different. No, he's, he's putting you through tests and trails and combat training and all sorts of things. But it's, uh, it's been, it's been a, a while, but I mean, it's in the Christian life, you get better and better and better and stronger and clearer and wiser and more knowledgeable. And, uh, you know, that, that it's, it's a good entry too, Jeff, because as Christ's as Christ's bride, as the apple of God's eye, as the children of our father, Jehovah, as the, the divine creation that he made, we are the, the pinnacle of his universe. We are loved beyond measure. Our hairs are numbered. Uh, we, are, we are chosen. Our names are written in the Lamb's book of life, and we are destined for the wedding supper. We are destined, as God says, I hath not seen nor ear heard nor entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for those that love him. 
So all of the things that we go through in this world are nothing. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of things and how easy it's, it is to fall into idolatry and the materialism and property and money and things like that. We always have to come back to our, our destiny is, is to walk with God to what does the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. And fear not. We are not, not to fear anything on this earth or in the heavenlies. Like, you know, we we fear nothing because we are, and uh, we always have to refresh ourselves in that. We always have to remind ourselves. We do. We live in a fallen world, so we have to wear the helmet of salvation and have the shield of faith and the sword of truth and our loins gird with the with the uh, was it the righteousness Let and our play righteousness. the gospel. We are soldiers of Christ, but <clears throat> yes, 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 and we've we've already won. So this is a time for Christians to be bold and to be loud and to be joyful. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice because all the world is quivering and full of fear and you got to wear four masks you got to get a shot a booster we're all gonna die oh my god well, you've got to do this no you know god is not the author of confusion and we are passing through this world in this time to our eternal destiny but as we pass through we are to call out and declare the works of the lord so some people will hear some thieves on the cross will have that last moment of salvation those who got the shot hopefully and pray that some repent of that and yeah. and come to the lord so this is a great time to be alive because as the world falls apart and darkens we become brighter and saltier well and as as you mentioned fear uh obviously god says fear not 365 times uh in the bible no, no coincidence with our calendar uh, but I, I have a particular definition that I've come up with fear. You know, everyone says false evidence appearing real. I think that's BS. Um, through my study, I've put it into my own words, but fear is failure to confront your future. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you just have to turn around and face it. Do not be afraid. Yeah. If God and is for you, who can be against God, you? Yeah, exactly. If God be for you, who can be against you? Your heavenly Father has you, has you, and He's He's. I have made, and I will bear. You know, even to whore hairs, I will carry you. You know, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise up against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord, and their righteousness is of me. We 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 always have to be declaring the word of the Lord. That's the most powerful thing in the universe is the word of the Lord. Nothing can stand against it. Evil falls backwards. Evil stutters and stammers and runs and 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 just goes berserk at the word. But you know, faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. When we cast the bread upon the waters, it shall not return unto us void. So speaking the word and meditating on the word, when we go in and we come out, God says it. Put it on your doors. Put it on your walls. Meditate always on the Lord's word. And you suddenly see, you feel you're, you're in the bubble of the Lord. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's all around you. And he gives his angels charge over thee. To keep thee in all thy ways so there is a a, a a beauty and a divineness to our existence on this earth when you are born again 
and Christ is your Savior and your Lord, and our lives are dedicated to him. He who loses his life shall find it. And uh, I found my life when I, uh, you know, sacrificed and served and gave everything I did. Every word, every thought, every deed was for the Lord. And, uh, you know, what I what I wanted was not what he wanted. But had I not been had I not gone down his road, I would never have got the gum of evidence stuck to the bottom of my shoe that I'm now able to peel off and stick right on the face of Joe Biden and Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and Eric Holder and Lanny Brewer, and the law firm Covington and Burling. If it wasn't for me, General Flynn would be a dead man because I was the one, by the grace of the Lord, that the Lord showed Covington and Burling, a law firm in Washington, D.C., was being used by the Clinton Foundation, Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, from 2009 to 2014 to do terrorist financing uh, through Union Bank of Switzerland, that law firm then approached General Flynn, and when I was down at a conference in Texas, I went up to Flynn's brother and said, hey, you've got to get your brother to fire that law firm. They're uh, part of a terrorist financing operation. Here's my book. Read it. I'm Lieutenant Scott Bennett. He, he probably knows me from my days doing terrorist financing at U.S. Central Command. I had a top secret clearance. And lo and behold, General Flynn fired Covington and Burling and hired Sidney Powell, who I also briefed on this before she was his attorney. And then she called me and got some more information, and she filed a brief demanding the exposure of all communications between Covington and Burling and the Department of Justice. And when she did that, the Department of Justice dropped all charges because right. they knew it would show the incestuousness between General Flynn's law firm and the Department of Justice. That's why he's free, not because of me, but because the Lord sent me in to do that. So no one really talks about that much, but uh, that's the true story of it. And on and on, there's a lot of miraculous. But, but beyond that, you also have Shell Game. Yeah. And and tell us about that, because you talk about boldness. Uh, that was a pretty big revelation you brought forward. Can you describe it to my audience in brief? Well, people can go to the website, shellgamewhistleblower.com. And I've got the story in the bio and the books up there, shellgamewhistleblower.com. And uh, Shell Game was my original uh, military report as a military officer when I was doing terrorist financing at U.S. Central Command in MacDill Air Force Base. And I had written a report examining how Union Bank of Switzerland and a variety of uh, members of the Obama administration that worked with Hillary Clinton and Obama were involved with uh, channeling money from Union Bank of Switzerland, specifically 19,000 bank accounts, uh, into CIA dark operations uh, involving Libya, Syria, Ukraine. And uh, as a result of giving briefings on this material, and some of which I can't discuss, but uh, to say I gave briefings on it, uh, I was thrown in jail for filling out a housing form, uh, allegedly improperly, and I thought it was a test. I thought I was being prepared for deployment. Usually the CIA does that, and I had done uh, work for the CIA prior anyway. So I thought it was a test, but it wasn't. It was the deep state in panic mode to try and bury me, to stop me from filing my reports. But little did they know, white hats were behind the scenes, guiding me, putting me in, and... Uh, interfaced me with some key witnesses that had also been whistleblowers that had been thrown in prison. And uh, the Lord did all of it. The Lord directed, instead of going to California 
I did a miraculous turnaround in Oklahoma and went to Pennsylvania where I was introduced to some of these other whistleblowers. And that's where I, I uh, typed up the shell game report on a prison typewriter as a military wow. officer to members of Congress, advising them, be advised, I'm a military officer, a terrorist financing, top secret SCI, State Department counterterrorism office, Bush administration official uh, from 2003 to 2008. And I have been illegally imprisoned to cover up a whistleblowing report that I'm making known to you now. And I wrote that to about 70 to 100 senators and congressmen, the Armed Services Committee, the Intelligence Committee, the Judiciary Committee, the Finance Committee, the Homeland Security Committee. I sent it to McConnell. I sent it to McCain. I sent it to uh, uh, Mitch uh, or uh, Jason Chavitz, Saxby Shambliss. I sent it to Dianne Feinstein. I sent it to... Uh, all sorts of uh, senators and congressmen, and some of them really freaked out. I, I remember Senator Bill Nelson uh, of Florida communicating with uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein saying, who is this Scott Bennett and how does he have all this information? They didn't say, Lieutenant Bennett, give us a briefing. What do you have? No, they wanted to bury it. And that showed me that we have traitors in the United States government that should be executed for treason after due process of law. And I also work with Ed Snowden at Booz Allen Hamilton. He was in the Hawaii Naval Office. I was in the Army uh, PSYOP at State and Pentagon. But we had worked together at Booz Allen Hamilton. And he had actually been part of uh, an operation targeting a whistleblower that had a lot of these Swiss bank accounts that I also ran into and debriefed. And when Snowden saw that I had been thrown in jail and uh, the whistleblower as well, that's when he packed up his bags and fled the country. He filed a report with Laura Partris. And uh, we also had WikiLeaks cables coming in from Julian Assange uh, exposing the, the, the Hillary Clinton State Department terrorist financing. All of this stuff is coming out. President Trump has a copy of, of Shell Game and the memo. And people close to him know, know he knows me. So this was, this was setting up the gallows that is about to hang Biden and Obama and Hillary Clinton uh, very soon. And that's why I think they're so desperate to try and trigger a war to escape the domestic uh, accountability that's coming. Yeah, I think so. And, and just one other whistleblower that I want to mention, she's become a good friend and I know you're familiar with her, but uh, I think this is very damning as well. Uh, Michelle Stefanik's book, tell the truth until they don't like what you have to say and the amount of evidence that she has and very similar black budgets she had discovered and stuff before the bombing of the embassy. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's amazing how all of this stuff seems to be coming to a point right now. And Scott, I, I, I don't know if you feel, but I, I feel like a couple months ago, the tide has completely shifted yeah. and it's not because I'm paying attention to what's on Fox news. You're in right. fact, I, in fact, I, uh, I did a show, uh, in, in preparation with you, I guess I had psyops on my mind and one of the statements I made, I'll just get your, your thoughts on it actually, cause you're more of an expert. Um, but I was saying that, you know, although it's all good, what they're doing with these committees going through the Biden stuff, the Hunter stuff, we've known about it for years. The Chinese released the contents of that computer years ago. And of course, none of them talk about the uh, the underage stuff or anything like that that's on there. Mm -hmm. So you know that it's, it's rigged mm -hmm. to that point. But what I said, I think it's a psychological operation because what they're showing you 
is how long it takes to get one person with all these committees and all these obstacles and everything else. So there's no way they could go after the other, I'm going to say 525 members of Congress, because by my estimation, there's about 10 good ones. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. There's a there's a massive shift. There's a terror. There's new wine being poured into the old wineskins, and the old wineskins are tearing apart. That's why you see McConnell going into a zombified stupor. That's why you see so many other members of Congress stuttering and stammering and falling all over themselves and saying stupid things and arguing and and just being uh, emotional fools. There's a there's a hysteria. God has turned them over to strong delusion to believe a lie. He's seared their conscience. They are they are they've taken the mark, if if you will. And we've I, been praying for that, by the way, that God would send them into a strong delusion. We've been yeah. praying it for two years. Yeah, and he really is. Look at transgenderism and homosexuality and LGBT and all that perversion and wickedness and trying to transform America into Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, it won't. Remember, America is a, a lot of different communities and in, in many cultures, and we're, we, each state is its own country, essentially. It always has been, and it always will be under the Constitution. We don't recognize federal reinterpretations of the Constitution. That's where there's a great uh, kind of earthquake, where the plate tectonic shift is about to, to go back, I think, to what we were in 1776. And uh, that's going to be local communities uh, reorienting themselves along the lines of tribalism. And it's not about being white or black or anything. It's going to be about conservative traditional values. And so you see whites and blacks and Asians and Hispanics all converging at the center nexus points of, of uh, their attack, which is attacking the school boards and the county boards and the supervisors and declaring you will not teach perversion and corruption transgender homosexuality to my children in pornographic books. You will not call uh, mediocre schizophrenic men or boys girls and let them uh, uh, go into girls' locker rooms. You will not have men pretending they're girls running in girls' races or swimming in girls' races. We are not allowing that. And we don't recognize any federal court or federal authority or federal legislature that tries to say otherwise because that's calling evil good and we will not do that we call good good and evil evil and that is pure evil uh so there's this realization and that's where the psychological operation comes in you and i were talking before the show psychological operations in modern america right now in the media and the politics is all centered around guilt making you feel guilty, making you feel bad, making you feel, oh, I, I guess I'm a mean person if I don't allow my kid to read pornographic gay books. You know, oh, I, I just want to, you know, I, I want to be accepting. I want to be tolerant. It's, yeah. it's You'll kill grandma guilt. if you leave your house, right? <laughs> yeah. Alexa, cancel. Sorry, I had to cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so it's guilt oriented. It's it's dread oriented. It's you can sense and smell the fascism and the nastiness. It's just like when these crazy people would tell you, you got to wear a mask. I bellowed and roared at so many people, even old ladies, when they would nastily come up and say, you got to put a mask. I would say, I do not have to wear a mask. Yes, you do. It's the law. It's not the law. The law is the Constitution of the United States. You're not a doctor. Neither is Starbucks. And, and you know, that's 
the pushing point because they're trying to push people into this this delusion of the masses and the and, and the, the herd and the stupid people. We have to stand up against it. So that's part of the PSYOP too. Guilt. Guilt. Oh, if you don't get the shot, you're going to kill your mom or your grandma or whatever. You've got to get the shot. You 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 don't get the shot. You're not going to go work. You're not going to go to school. You're not going to get a job. You're going to do this. Threats and guilt and fear. And, uh, you know, that's that that you just have to reject entirely. So you if you to- were if you were an architect of that uh, of the pandemic, uh, you know, psych psychological warfare, um, on a scale of one to 10, how effective do you think it was? Because I think it was multifaceted and they have multi multiple measurements uh, and they're basing future plans off of that. Well, it was very, it was very effective. It was very preparatory. It was uh, effective because the soil of humanity had been prepared uh, since 9-11, the great juggernaut of terrorist wars based on a complete fraud and false flat attack. No one no one with any brains believes a government narrative that's been proven to be scientifically and physically impossible. The, yeah. the 9-11 narrative is a complete fraud. It was a puppet show. Buildings don't collapse by uh, aluminum tube airplanes that can't penetrate steel and concrete anyway. And they certainly can't puncture out the other side. And Building 7 doesn't just collapse on its own footprint because a fire is up on the roof. And the Pentagon doesn't have a plane crash into it, but not have any plane parts anywhere on the grass. No tail, no luggage, no wheels, no engines. And those are things that don't disappear. And yet they were nowhere to be found on the 9-11 lawn. So that entire event cast us. And that was when I think America really died. That's when our heart stopped. That's when our constitution was suspended, figuratively and literally with the Patriot Act. That's when this country was captured into a a slave of evil and wickedness and destruction, Cheney and Bush, who I worked for. I was in the Bush administration, but I didn't know the 9-11 narrative at the time was false. That was an effective PSYOP too. Oh, we're all in it together. And if you don't stand with us, you stand with the terrorists. There's another PSYOP of guilt and fear. You don't want to be alienated. You don't want to be seen as a a liberal, you know, or as someone who doesn't support, you know, America and the F-16s and the Super Bowl, all that pageantry. That was that was a PSYOP. So the PSYOP with the COVID-19 was uh, was effective. Now, uh, for the record, I was in Washington, D.C. in November of 2020 before uh, the election, January 6th event. I was part of the analytical team. I'd been flown out there and I had presented slides on Union Bank of Switzerland. Again, part of when I was doing this in terrorist financing, I presented slides to Pat Byrne, Joe Flynn, General Flynn's people, Sidney Powell, uh, getting it right to Trump about how Union Bank of Switzerland was into a partnership with the Chinese Communist Party and the Chinese Communist Party since 2009 to 2020 had made an arrangement with Union Bank of Switzerland where they would channel their money through Staple Street Capital to purchase ESNS Dominion and Premier voting machines. And that's how they got impregnated into the voting machines and manipulated some of the numbers and did all sorts of things. I presented that to Trump uh, and uh, a lot of other things. One of the other things we presented was the AFL-CIO and the Senior Executive Service planning disruptive operations on January 6th. And uh, part of that presentation also involved defensive measures. And one of the things we presented to Trump 
was an executive order that said, and th these were written up by constitutional attorneys. The, the executive order said no American shall ever be forced to get a vaccine, period, based on the Nuremberg Code, based on the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, based on the United States court Constitution and court precedent. No American shall ever be forced, extorted, threatened, fired, or in any way harmed or injured by refusing to get a vaccine. It is their constitutional right. We gave that executive order to Trump and he never signed it. That was the greatest failure of his presidency, as far as I'm concerned, because how many people stupidly rush, even Republicans, rush to get this shot? And I remember speaking at Republican events, and some dingbats would always chime in the crowd, I got the shot! Well, I felt like going, well, you're a freaking idiot, and you're going to be dead in a matter of months. But how many people rushed to get the shot and uh, got the shot? How many... How many heart, uh, you know, how many young people have died with heart attacks? How many miscarriages have occurred? How many people's genetic family line is now extinguished? How many other blood clots and ailments and all sorts of other things are we yet to face? How many people's immune systems have been shattered? And the next uh, pandemic they're probably going to bring is the Congo Crimean fever. That's already been bouncing around. And they're yeah. saying trial balloons are up. That's going to kill the the vaccinated, not the unvaccinated. The vac and let me put it this way too: the the psyop, the you can watch the media reels. There's some very good reels that show everything that was said in the year of the vaccine by Bill Maher and the media and everybody saying this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Yes, oh, you shouldn't have any rights if you don't get vaccinated on and on and on totally unconstitutional totally unlawful totally unnatural but all guilt propaganda and it was meant to guilt trip people into getting the shot you don't want to kill your grandma do you get the shot and kill yourself and that's what people have done so i never did uh some of my stupid family did that i don't see anymore because they cut me off from christmas you know you don't get the shot don't come to christmas yeah well you know here's the middle finger uh, th this is a great separation of people. And, uh, personally, I wouldn't date or marry a gal who got the shot. And I think it's important, you know, yeah. for people to recognize that because their DNA has been changed. So it, it's funny. In, uh, apparently it's trending in dating apps, uh, unvaccinated men, you know, sort of thing. Sure. Um, that's sure. what I've heard. But I, I want to pick up on something because there's, so much confusion out there and there's different people saying different things. You know, you have guys like Derek Johnson, who's really good at the executive orders and, and stuff like that. And what a lot of people think is happening right now is, you know, basically you have a, a constitutional agreement between the states and that's a constitutional republic. But at some point we know of the incorporation of the United States and some people are saying, hey, Trump is still commander of chief of the Republic, but yet, you know, you have Joe Biden, who's the, you know, inserted president of the corporation, which has failed and stuff like that. Uh, how do you see that? Is there any truth to that as far from your point of view? You know, I don't put any faith in any federal government or agency whatsoever or in Washington, D.C. anymore. As far as I'm concerned, it's a dead zone and it should be siege, besieged and shut down and no one should go in or out. Uh, you know, I mean, politicians and stuff. This is morphing into 
a complete uh, fragmentation of the republic. This is morphing into states that are going to be run by Democrats, that are going to be hell holes, escape from New York, tragic zones of, of stupidity, madness, chaos, and violence versus the Republican conservative traditional value areas. That's what you see people leaving California, going to going to Texas, going to Florida. So this is, take, in my opinion, it's taking on a geopolitical social exodus reorganization of people going to places where they can live, raise their children, work, have a gun, uh, and know every other neighbor has a gun, and have no fear of Black Lives Matter or Antifa or any of these other schizophrenic, uh, delusional, uh, mentally uh, uh, medicated zombies uh, from you know doing what they did in November 2020, or I'm sorry, in, in the summer of 2020, when they were burning down Minneapolis, and you saw Kyle Rittenhouse's situation and others. So this is taking on a uh, a county state reorganization. So I tell people what you need to do is take control of your state, your county, your little town, your 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 cul-de-sac, your court, your streets, assemble a team of mighty men and mighty women, Gideon's army. Go to your churches and say, is there one good man in this church who wants to stand up and defend your children from the homosexual tyranny of castration and transgenderism? Oh, the pastor doesn't want you to say such words? Then pull his ass out and fire him. Stand outside in the parking lot and hand out flyers as people come out of their uh, services. Put flyers underneath their window wiper on their car. You're not looking for everybody. You're wanting Rambos, not Gomer Piles. So you go around and you assemble a team from your churches. You can even go to some of the other the veterans groups. If, if you're, and you don't need a big team, you know, maybe like five to 10 people. But five to ten people can change an entire city. Uh, it can ha have rallies. They can go to uh, town hall meetings. They can pre present uh, legal documents to say, we are not going to allow child abuse. We're not going to allow any uh, uh, corruption or transgenderism being taught to our, uh, our young people, or we're going to sue you in a court of law. So you flip and use the courts, even though you don't have a lot of faith in it, you flip and use it against them. You use their weapons and their instruments against them. So people have to form committees of safety, they're called. I, I prefer to call them committees of constitutional enforcement. And you, uh, you, you take back your local jurisdictions, your, your sheriff, your school board, your county supervisor, your mayors. You, you create that team because at the end of the day, uh, if you have a complete meltdown in America, if you have a nuclear event, a false flag, if you have something that the Biden administration and the Democrats are going to try and pull before 2024, you're ready. And no one's going to be coming through your town burning and looting. Uh, they're going to be shut down really quick by high velocity defensive uh, operations. So people need to reorganize themselves locally. Forget, forget about national activity. That's a puppet show. Yeah, you and, can't do uh, that. No, you, you can't. Local local control and local people. And that's what you want. Now, again, not everybody. You don't want followers and weaklings and parasites and naysayers and problem people or informants. You want people you absolutely trust that you know have your back and you have theirs. And again, three to five to ten people uh, teams that, uh, you know, can serve as the conservative traditional uh, law, you know, uh, constitutional law enforcement agency that is not going to uh, be, be uh, submissive or quiet to tyranny. And, and remember this, too. I predict 
that um, they're going to take Gavin Newsom out of California. They're going to move him into they're going to they're probably going to assassinate Joe Biden for political martyrdom capital generation purposes. So they're going to kill Biden. They're going to move Kamala Harris up. They're going to put Gavin Newsom into the vice president. Then they may either take out Kamala or kill her because she's not technically allowed to be president anyway because she's uh, she's uh, 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 two parents were non-U.S. citizens. But they have so, to move Newsom in first, they're right? They're going to move. Yeah, they're going to move Newsom in. So she'll prison. be there for like forty-eight hours, and yes. a constitutional crisis. Yes. Will yeah, enact. They're, yep, they're going to move Newsom into the presidency, and then Newsom may pick Michelle Obama as his vice president, and then they may shut down in a martial law, suspend the elections like like Zelensky did, saying there's been a nuclear event. Russia's attacked us. I'm initiating the draft. And all able-bodied men between, uh, you know, nine and 90 years of age have to go to Ukraine. That's in their delusional mindset. But again, Americans would say, yeah, I don't think so. We don't recognize you. We don't recognize Washington. We don't need to recognize the president. The great state of Texas and Alabama and Oklahoma and Florida and Tennessee and South Dakota, North Dakota, South Carolina, North Carolina. We get on fine without Washington, D.C., or the sodomite flags, or the lunatic lepers in New York City, or or uh, Chicago, or some of these other areas. Now there are good people in those in those areas, but I, I foresee a great reorientation in the country. And always remember this: don't let them ever say, "Well, we're all in it together. We're all Americans. Well, we all have to stand together." Bull. That's again part of the psyop. We've seen it in COVID. We saw it in the 9-11 PSYOP. We saw it in the COVID-19 PSYOP. And they're going to do it again when they initiate a false flag uh, attack against the country to try and trigger us into uh, a state of uh, a police state tyranny. I can see I can see them trying to do it. But my faith and hope is that Americans are strong, strong enough and wise enough to reject it entirely and and. Uh, it could lead to a renaissance in this country like never before either. I have no fear of Russia or Iran uh, in any way, shape, or form. China is a little bit dicey sometimes, uh, and, but I, I, I see the mass invasion across the southern border. But Russia and Ukraine, that that has been entirely America's fiasco. Biden yeah. and his corruption uh, have led well, it. started led with us, Obama 2014, right? The color the revolution they had there. All the biolabs that Obama uh, planted in there with Dick Lugar in 2007 and onwards, they had, uh, I mean, I've seen the slides. I was part of a documentary that exposed all of it. All of those biolabs were the U.S. and they cultivated COVID-19, not the other way around. It wasn't done in Wuhan. It was done in Ukraine and the United States did it. And we're doing Slavic DNA weaponization, experimenting with fleas and ticks and infectious diseases, all of it stemming from, you know, ancient bioweapons programs that we had uh, acquired from the Japanese after World War II. I mean, this is what Fort Detrick did. This is what America does in Ukraine to say, well, we don't have bioweapons labs. We have bio facilities. Oh, that's a real tricky way to kind of go around it and say, no, you yeah. have bioweapons labs and all the documents show USA, CIA, Soros Foundation, Open Society Foundation, Bill and Melinda Gates, Project 201, the Clinton Foundation, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Merck, Pfizer, Moderna, uh, uh, C CH2M, uh, all these big pharma companies, 
all smack dab in Ukraine. And how many Ukrainians have you killed? How many yeah. uh, Filipinos have you killed that were over in Ukraine doing construction of these labs? Uh, I mean, it is a crime against humanity that uh, I, I think will be coming out. And when it does, I, I, I see America being ostracized. I see America being uh, divorced from the rest of the world because of all of this wickedness. And we need to have a major renaissance and rebirth if, if uh, we're to emerge anything less than a third world country. You know, it, it is the Second Amendment that I think is going to carry through. It's, it's the Second Amendment in the United States right now that is keeping the world free, not just the United States. And the world is counting on the United States. So I like what you say about organizing locally and doing that because, and, and, you know, somewhat publicly because you have to make a difference in your community. Uh, and that sends a really loud message. Now I'd be, I, I know I've got about 13 minutes left with you here and there's a couple questions I have to bring out because you are an expert in psychological warfare. Um, you know, the anatomy of it. Uh, you, you, uh, have told me right before we went on air just quickly that, uh, you know, they find vulnerabilities, they pick the exploit, the vulnerability. So you create the chaos, you bring in the solution, everything else. And I think most of my audience is, is up on that, but what, and, and I know that there's bad guys and we know that there's good guys. Uh, there's no way there isn't people behind the scenes fighting for this country, right? But I have to ask you, what are your thoughts of Q? And Q is a psychological operation. There's no doubt about it. Now, there's debates on whether who's behind it and everything else. But what are your thoughts of the effect of the psychological operation known as Q? Well, in the beginning, it certainly aroused and awoke people. It, 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 it turned their lights on. It was like a dimmer switch, right? Uh, it it clicked on the light and it slowly got brighter and brighter and brighter and brighter uh, with with uh, the language and the preparatory commands and uh, you know the the advice and counsel and the the uh, claims to insider you know operations and information uh, it it kind of stirred people up into a a military way of thinking an intelligence way of thinking a uh, it gave them, I think, a, a, a clarity, and, and it kind of began to divorce them of a blind obedience and affection and trust towards their their own government, and, and, and as it should be. I mean, mm -hmm. we should have had Q or the, something like it right after 9/11, but we didn't have you know as much internet and space. But we did have a few people like Jim Fetzer, Kevin Barrett, Barbara Honiger. Many people were intrepid leaders of exposing 9/11. But look how long that has taken uh, to really awaken. And no one, not even Rand Paul, not even Tucker Carlson, has the balls to stand up and call 9-11 the greatest uh, lie and psyop and, and crime against humanity ever. So Q did wake people up and it did go and, and turn on all sorts of bells and whistles. That being said, I do not follow uh, Q. I do not wait upon Q. I do not uh, trust Q. I do not trust anything. I trust no man. I don't trust anything but myself. And uh, the, I get good counsel from godly people, but I trust only what God intuitively and spiritually discerns through me. That's where we're different as Christians. We have a discernment of the Holy Ghost in us. 
we know all things, God says. So um, I, I call I don't it our unfair it. advantage over the world. Yes, we do by his grace. And, and he, you know, that's again, how special we are and how, I mean, that we're salt and light. You are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before men that they see your good works and glorify your father in heaven, not glorify you, glorify your father in heaven. I shall give thee a tongue thine enemies cannot gainsay nor resist. So I don't follow Q. I don't believe. I don't. I don't. You know. I don't. I don't attend to that because it doesn't. It doesn't serve my advantage. Now I could review something and look at it and compare <coughs> in a in an analytical sort of thing, like okay, what what's happening? But I also don't get distracted because we're that time. I think that season is passing. We're at a season now where the left is becoming desperate, demonic, fanatical, freaking out. And that's when they're dangerous. They're rabid dogs. Yeah. And they're only going to try and guilt trip you, manipulate you, psyop you. And they're, they're going to be pulling all sorts. Look at this UFO phenomenon thing. They've thrown this UFO like a dead cat on a table to say, maybe this will get everybody distracted. Oh, oh ETs, and well, we got to stand against the aliens. They're coming one of these days. No, no, no. It's all a psyop. It's all a distraction. Yeah. Although, yes. although I firmly believe it will be used as one of the final cards. Yeah, There's no doubt about it. I'm glad to what you said about, uh, about Q, because it did wake up a lot of people. It did get people looking in the right directions. But what I've been criticizing that movement over for the last couple of years is, you know, the part, sit back and enjoy the show. Yeah. Uh, you cannot do that. That So that was what was dangerous about it. And I, I, yeah. I've done a lot of research on it, Scott, and I and I believe there was a little bit of a changing of the guard and whoever yeah. was doing the operation in it. And, yeah. uh, and there was some stuff that happened, but. Um, remember, remember this, remember this, you know, you know, the good people, those you can trust, those who are on the Lord's side by the fierceness in their eyes, the, 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 the power behind their, their tongue. Uh, there's a spiritual and, you know, a spiritual animation that comes upon, you know, the righteous, uh, you know, even if they're not Christian. There are some, those who are not against us are for us, right? But you can tell those who have a deadly seriousness to them and a, an illegal frame of mind, because everything that's being done is totally unconstitutional and illegal. Those are the ones you can trust. Those other people who have a slight snicker or sneer are almost looking like they're starting to kind of chuckle or laugh, or they have a, a flippancy, or, you know, they, they just kind of have a... a, a a squealing in their words or they're, you know, well, you know, they're a little bit high effeminate voice than that. Those are frauds. Those are liars. Those are weaklings. Those are hirelings. Those are parasites. Uh, this is just my, my experience with them. There's a lot of frauds who've come into the Patriot movement that want to sell t-shirts or want to make money. And they, 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 you know, they just, they want to make a lot of noise and some come in and distract people I think are part of uh, operations. But I, I think I think it's a great number of them. Yeah, yeah. So trust, you know, you can trust the deadly serious. I'm deadly serious as a heart attack. I brief people like I'm a drill sergeant. I don't ask permission. I'm not trying to be liked. I'm not trying to be nice. I'm saying 
this is what's happening. Pay attention. This is what you need to do. If you want to survive, if you want to advance, if you want to succeed, if you want to defend against bad guys, this is how you do it. This is how you talk. This is how you work. This is what you say. These are the legal documents that you need. And don't back down. You're going into combat. You're not going into a political talk, coffee talk conversation. You're going into political combat with tyrants and fools that want to enslave you, shut your business down, shut your school down, and put handcuffs in a, in a neck uh, brace around you and uh, say, you can't do anything unless we tell you to because of COVID-20 or whatever it will be. That's what they are trying to do. And sometimes they do it with a smile, but you have to have that gladiator sort of uh, warrior uh, spirit about you. Uh, because uh, like Samson, going to war against a thousand Philistines. He did it in the power of the Lord, but he wasn't going in to play patty cake. He went in and slaughtered a thousand Philistines. You need to be prepared to do the same thing with the word of God, with, with uh, your, your tongue, and with the power of your testimony and what is right. The only thing that matters is what is right uh, and, and constitutional. And this is a time to stand up because never before have we seen America so poisoned with the toxicity of political mm -hmm. correctness, tolerance, homosexuality, LGBT, gay marriage, this, transgenderism. Now they're trying to come after your children, take them out of your home if some counselor at school with purple hair and multiple tattoos and piercings tell your little boy, well, maybe you're a girl. Have you ever thought about that? And a little boy that may be going through problems or trauma or a parental divorce suddenly, you know, is, is abused. And they, oh, well, we'll, we won't tell your parents, but we'll let you start wearing dresses in class. And maybe you should take hormone blockers. The school nurse will give them to you. See, That's I, where we're going. I actually think that it is so over the top and in our face right now that there's good guys pushing them to do this. I, you know, that's just my gut feeling, but Scott, I know, I know you have a time constraint and I have to ask you this one question uh, and I, you might not even be familiar with it and that, that would be fine. But psycholo psychological operations are really well planned. Sometimes they'll roll with the punches and stuff like that, but we know the other side, the Luciferian, the, the, sorry, I don't even want to use that, the Satanists, yes. they plan hundreds of years. They plan generations out. Yes. And I'm not saying this is from Satan, but in the late 1800s, Ingersoll Lockwood, with the military connections, wrote the book, 1900, The Last President. Mm -hmm. And if it does not depict almost exactly what is happening now, I don't know. So I, I don't know if it's time travel, if it's a psyop, but they're even putting, they've even reorganized the back of the books now and saying, you know, people are claiming this is Trump. What do you say about 1900, the last president? Well, I haven't read that book, but I would certainly agree that there have been powers and principalities that we wrestle with uh, that have been behind the princes uh, and the powers and the politicians of the world. God, Christ, Satan said to Christ, uh, worship me and I will give you all these kingdoms that have been given unto me. God gave Satan the power over the air and all these kingdoms and such uh, that he was going to give to Christ if he worshiped the devil. I think that is the lesson for the day. God has allowed 
Satan uh, to to yeah. run rampant. And there's a lot of wickedness and evil, the Luciferians, the Masonics, and uh, I mean, on and on. There's a lot of wickedness that is over the last hundred years that has materialized. And I think the breakdown of America is is part of the last big push. And that's what's happening so, when they're flooding. So the, border. the same entities, because they they don't they're not limited in a flesh suit like us. The same entities yeah. have been narrating this behind the scenes for the longest time would be your answer. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, without a doubt, the, the e evil. And there's good and bad angels, too. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. The Lord's the Lord's angels. He says he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. So you don't dash your foot upon a stone. Those are the, the good angels that didn't get cast down uh, with Lucifer. So we do have it. And we know God wins in the end. We know we're ultimately victorious. But what a fascinating time to witness. And we can't be overly sad about this. You know, no. I don't I don't shed a tear for people that God is going to cast into the lake of fire because it's not my choice. It's between God and his divine wisdom. I know my name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I know Christ is in me. And and, and that's a great joy. And I rejoice with others that that have that. And I, I pray and I, I I hope that that people who see and hear me are opened up into the salvation of Christ too, but I don't get overly uh, guilted or, or traumatized or sad or wounded or cry about people that don't because God says some vessels are created for wrath and destruction. Uh, you know, it's, it's just the sheep and the goats. There will be some cast into where the worm dieth not the lake of fire. And we're at that time where we're seeing this mass delusion of imagine the, the DNA, mRNA altering vaccine that they've created, what is that going to do to human beings and their bodies? What's that going to do to if you're even going to have another generation of babies born or even if those babies have an immune system or if they all they're all dead at 10 years old or if they don't, you know, who knows what this is going to do? We're at a time, too, where I think America is uh, is going to be divorced from. Uh, a lot of the world that the new multipolar world, the BRICS world, all of these uh, alternative institutions, because we weaponized the dollar and uh, turned a lot of the world against the dollar because of what we've yeah. been doing. We're in a very interesting time to watch. Now, I don't, I don't look at the future with any anything but optimism and joy and hope. We may be in some storms. We may get a lot of uh, you know uh, tumultuousness. But God will see us through and he will, when all else lose their hope and all things fall and everyone's institutions of, and idolatry crumbles, they will look to us as the ambassadors for Christ. And, you know, we say, he who calls on the Lord Jesus Christ, he and his house shall be saved. As Paul said to the jailer when he said, what must I do to be saved? Call upon the Lord you know, humble and repent and ask the Lord into your heart that the, 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 the season is right. The harvest is ripe, And only when we suffer, only when everything is taken away from us, uh, only when the frogs and the lice and the, and the, and the, you know, the pestilence is allowed to infect our country. will I think some people finally get off their butts and really run to the Lord. I think, I think that's, uh, Part of his plan is to strip everything from us so we have nothing to cleave to but him.
he turns evil for good and for his purposes. And Scott, you know what? Uh, I wanted to talk to you a lot more about the psychological warfare, but you know what? At the end of the day, you've pointed to really the only thing that matters. Mm -hmm. And that is to serve the Lord and to have, you know, and, and serving the Lord is getting out there into your community. This is not a solo sport, folks. Um, you, we do need to organize. We do need to get out there. We do need to have our voices heard, and you do have to stand up for righteousness. Scott, where can people find you? Well, we've created a website called destroy-cancer.com, and I did that because I, I uh, had a cancer on my back, and I got this stuff, Indian Black Salve, from some people that make it, and it was so effective. It killed the cancer in 15 days, and it fell off my back. No surgery, no chemo, no radiation, nothing. And this was a big mushroom-sized cancer. I've got the website. People can see the pictures. I've got all my links to my other videos and stuff up there too, but I wanted to make that the central hub because as people go through these days, I think we're going to have a lot more cancers come out because of the vaccine. A lot of people you know, are suffering because of this and also the shedding. So we put up the Indian black salve for people to get. Uh, and also can you ship it internationally? Uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've shipped to Canada. Uh, sometimes the Canadian, uh, customs hold onto it, but it eventually gets through, but we do ship to Canada. We've shipped Ontario. We ship all over the country. Uh, even we've sent it to Australia and, and Britain. The shipping can be a little expensive with Australia and Britain, but you can contact us and check it out. It no, it's store. nothing. Listen, if, you, if you have bad health, you'll pay whatever, right? Oh yeah. Um, well, this is, I'll tell you, this has cured people. It cured me. It cured the melanoma on my back, killed it, fell off. A friend of mine has leukemia. He's been taking it orally. Uh, it it Suddenly the cancer started coming out of his skin. Uh, another friend of mine had had this years ago on, on his face. This cancer fell off his face. It also went after cancer cells he had in his hip. This goes after the cancer in the body wherever it is, and it dissolves and disintegrates it like roto-rooter dissolving a clog. I mean, it's miraculous stuff. It's all natural, licorice root, blood root, yellow dock, galangal. And uh, it was an old American Indian recipe. People have probably seen and heard about it, but the FDA has tried to shut it down. But it's yeah, called Indian Black Salve, and it's a natural cancer killer. You can take it orally, and you could also, if you have can cancer on the, on the body, you can put it on, and it'll kill it and scab and fall off. Now, you don't put it on any very sensitive areas, such as the private parts, and I wouldn't put it on the face because it will scab and scar, but I put it on my back, and it 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 is a miraculous healer. So I want people to know if you've got any kind of cancer, and you could use it as a preventative. It's a, it's a health supplement. So destroy-cancer.com. We've got our videos and new news uh, up there, too, and books. And, uh, Jeff, I'm happy to come on anytime if you want to talk more PSYOP. Next week we can do that too. I'm I'm happy to answer any questions. Uh, that would be that would be really awesome. I'll definitely be giving you an invite back, Scott. And I thank you for the generous portion of your time today, and thank you for being in the audience and uh, paying attention. Please leave a comment, hit the like, uh, hit the like button, and all that stuff, you know. But uh, in the meantime, remember, love your God, love your family, love your neighbor as yourself, and make a difference in your community. God bless. Right on, right on, right on. Right.
on radio. Right on 